Hello and welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. We're currently living in a time where there's seemingly a lot of negativity on the news and social media, so we're here to show you that that's not the case. We'll find great things happening around the world and celebrate positive news rather than make it a token piece at the end of a news bulletin. We'll be talking to each other as well as guests and see how they're celebrating positivity. This won't be preachy, it won't be political. Our plan is to be positive and hopefully have a good laugh along the way. His name's Ben. And his name is Kez. And welcome to episode 23 of Two Peas in a Pod. Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo! Dude. Yeah, we're good, man. Episode 23. 23? What can you do when you're 23? Um, watch the Jim Carrey film, The Number 23. Yeah, you can do that, yeah. Oh, conspiracy film. Conspiracy film. Nutter film. Nutter film, yeah. Yeah. Underrated, I'd say. Yeah. I didn't didn't like that one so much, if I'm honest. I mean, I liked it that Jim Carrey didn't just do his, like... Wacky Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. He's out there, Jim Carrey. Yeah. As has been documented, he is quite out there. He is, yeah. Did you see him in the Sonic movie? I did. No, No, I didn't. It's, yeah, Primo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Primo. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah him in top form. I think. Oh, yeah, nice. it's good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Film that's so good. But yeah. Oh right. But yeah, so, uh, purely had to. <laughs> purely just. I was a Sonic fan, you know, as a kid. Yeah. I'm like I can't not. Yeah. And I did it, and it's like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to uh, this week's episode, the the movie review special, <laughs> <laughs> the nostalgic movie review. Yeah. Uh, Featuring Jim Carrey. There's um no. What, he's coming on the show? Could you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> one day, one day, kids. <laughs> we both we've both just talked about films we don't like that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> so another films that you probably don't like that you're in, Mr. Carrey. No. Um so yeah, so Kez mate, how's your week been, dude? Everything good? Yeah, been alright. Yeah. Uh what's new? Uh nothing. Been in the office again. Yeah. Um back to the grind, back to work. Back to the daily grind. Yeah. I won't call it a grind. Um sure. the daily Time when I get to see different people. Yeah, it's nice. And get paid for your services. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, um. <laughs> no, but how's that sort of? Obviously, you're sort of now kind of more back into a rhythm. How's that been going from a getting back to the real world a bit? Uh, well, I say real world, the world previously than what was as such um, pre-COVID. <laughs> the world previously than what was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, it does. Um, yeah, think. it is. Um, no, it's good. Uh, it, it's nice to have, and I said this before. And um, my my boss actually, who listened to the the show, mm. said that it was quite nice to hear. But it is nice to have some kind of meaning back mm. after being off work for essentially three months. Yeah, yeah. It was good to have some kind of purpose. Um, nice. Yeah, and I'm still still you know riding off the coattails of that really. To be yeah. honest. Nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Um, cool. Remembering how to do my job. Yes. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's all good. That's what about good. you? How yeah, was man. your week, man? Yeah, man, yeah, it's been a bit of a bit of a bit of a nice one actually. It's been cool. Michelle went away for a work training thing, and actually, it was the first. Obviously, where you've been, as everyone has been locked down, you've just been kind of in need to put each other's pockets a little bit. Yeah, um, and it was actually really nice to miss someone that you know because she's like, oh, she's not there. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, so it was really nice to to miss them. You know what I mean? Mm. And actually, it was, um. As things are slowly kind of coming back to normal, but yeah, man. So, so that was really just a you know like a nice little thing to you know like a little gratefulness thing to happen, I suppose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but then also, yeah, we went uh, when she came back. We went um, bouldering, which was really good fun. It's like a bowling, but with bigger balls. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got like massive like hand holds rather than thing, <laughs> finger and thumb holds. The pins are massive. No, they, uh, <laughs> no uh, bouldering, which is the climbing without rope. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, there's a little centre in um, in Canterbury, shout out to Crimea Climbing. Um, 
Yeah, it's a great little centre, and it's basically essentially it's got like the the walls all around the side, and then they've got this like upper bit where you can kind of it's sort of like going from left to right rather than up and down. Yeah, and they've got this huge like bit in the middle which you can climb up, which is essentially like a huge boulder in of itself. And what's quite cool about it is that they've got all these um, what they call problems, right? And these problems are basically yeah, we'll just go up the yellow bit of their problem ten, and it's sort of like okay, you can only touch the yellow one, then you can. Uh, or like the purple overhang on this wall and stuff. So it's really good fun. And it was like, yeah, it's cheap to go in and they're super, super like COVID aware because obviously you're using handhelds all the time. But there's, you know, you're sanitizing before you go in, after you leave and in between each climb. So uh, yeah, it was just really cool. It was really good fun and totally, totally, totally recommend doing it if you can. Yeah. You know, really, really good fun. how, how, How pricey is it? Uh, So I think it's like 12 quid. Oh, that's not for too a bad. session, yeah. How long is the session? Uh, so at the moment they're doing it in blocks of like two hours maximum right. per person to keep it COVID safe. Yeah. Um, but normally you can just go in whenever. Huh. Which is cool. What's What's quite interesting though, of course, is that with um with that in mind, is that uh, basically after an hour, hour and a half, your fingers and your arms and your muscles are just like no more, please, thank you. So <laughs> actually, two hours is probably about right. Yeah. But yeah, like you know, I was measuring it. I think about like six hundred, seven hundred calories or something. Awesome. Like, so it's it's good workout. Like, yeah, man. So it's really good fun. We'll have to do it. Yeah, I'm up for that. Mm, that'd be really good fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, just been obviously doing some swims in preparation for the training, of course. At least one of us has, I. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, um, but we'll be talking um, about that. In fact, Kez, why don't you tell us what we're going to be talking about and doing this week? So this week, um, we've got a few things. Going to talk about our swim, mostly. The swim limb, the big uh, swim. The swim limb. <laughs> Did you say? The swim limb. <laughs> um, That's what I've been calling it. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought just you just going for a swim limb. Swim limb. Swim limb. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Famalam. Swim limb. <laughs> so it's a new synonym. Synonym. For a swim limb. Swim limb. Yeah, and then um, we've got some extra good news. Some good news. And I'm going to read a poem. Awesome. I haven't um, done that in a while. I've not done that in a while. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, today is, is Sunday. Today is the 30th of August. Today is the end, uh, seemingly, of summer as we look outside the window. But, the um, end of the world. The end of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but uh, today should have obviously been um, the, the big swim of ours, raising money for Beirut uh, after the explosion earlier on this month. Now, the, the issue is there is uh, we should be, in theory, recording this, going to do said swim. We should be in the sea right now. We should be in the sea right now. The problem is, is that the the weather, unfortunately, has not been kind to us in that regard. We did a bit of training earlier on this week. Yeah. And it was absolutely hilarious. It was quite fun. We should have recorded that. That would have been some good content. That would have been some great... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been just like sky, sea, sky... Like, it's just all over the place being thrown around. The waves were massive. And, yeah, they were huge. You know, in this corner of the world, the waves are not renowned for being waves. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> not like really, laps. No. <laughs> Lapping of your ankles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were, it was bigger than us, you know, and they were huge and being kicked out around all the over place. We still did like 10 laps of like 50 metre sort of like um, bays of the of the beach. So we yeah. did pretty well. But yeah, so to do, you know, one and a half Ks worth of that would be a little bit un- on the unsafe side. It would be. So we thought like, well, let's just kind of, it's almost unswimmable in that way. So we thought we're like, well, let's just hold off for a bit. Yeah. And also I got a message from um, a family friend of ours who said, um, basically there's been a potential sewage spill. So there's, you know, 
also potential for getting quite ill. Right. So not great for a swim. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to just going to hold off and hopefully do that tomorrow. Yes. Now, all being well. Or as you listen to this podcast, probably yesterday. Yes. So <laughs> all being well, we should be able to sort of go, here's how that went. We'll, you know, cue the soundtrack, yep. uh, sound effect, and then you'll be able to hear us pre-swim and post-swim having a chat about things and how it went. Yeah. So fingers crossed, everyone. Here's how it went. Using the magic of radio. Here we go. <laughs> so, we are here. We are ready for the swim. Uh, nature has been good to us. The sewage has cleared up in our local area, which means that we can do the swim. Woohoo! Woo! Woo, woo, woo. So, uh, Kez, why don't you set the scene? Uh, so, imagine... The Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. The... Uh, the... No, probably a copyright thing. No. I won't sing it. Um, <laughs> imagine the opening credits of The Simpsons, blue skies, clouds, looks exactly the same. Yep. Uh, and then if you look at the sea, it looks like a very wintry sea. Wintry, that's a good way of describing it. It yeah. does look cold um, and a bit choppy and a bit grey-black. <laughs> grey-black. <laughs> as the sea in which will have a habit of looking. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it looks all right. And the tide's coming in, which is going to help us. Yeah. I mean, it's going to help us going the way we're going. Yeah. If we're going to turn around and swim back as you intend to. As I do, yeah. It might be against us. Harder, yeah. Um, but we'll see what we're um, up against. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be one of those things where, uh, like, it's a, you can probably hear it's a little bit windy, it's a little bit wavy. I, I'm watching a seagull kind of, like, just bobbing in the waves there, and it keeps going like, what? <laughs> just moving away a bit. So it's not anywhere near as choppy as it was, so that's a benefit. The sewage spill had uh, cleaned up in Tankerton, uh, where we live, but not in Herne Bay, in the place that we intended. So, uh, yeah, we're going to play it safe, and we're just going to sort of do it over here, which will be fine, which will be good. In case you're going to try and do the 1.5k, how are you feeling pre that? You've well, been no, to the I'm gym gonna, beforehand. I'm going to do the 1.5k. I'm going to try it. Well, I'm going to do the 1.5k. Are you going to try the 3k? I'm going to try the 3k. Yeah. You're going to see how far you get. Yeah, post-gym post Kez is sort of, his body is saying, no, I won't do 3k, but... It's just a little bit... Adrenaline Kez, 1.5k kilometers down the road sure. might be like yeah. let's do this <laughs> yes is it your mind keeps saying you know but your body your body's telling you yes <laughs> no interesting use of R. Kelly R. Kelly <laughs> that, you know yeah yeah I thought you know it's quite literal I thought it was quite good no cool so uh, obviously we can't take this uh, recorder for the, uh, the swim it might just be a bit so it might not be great quick get the recorder out of the water man <laughs> <laughs> yeah or just some sort of I don't know uh, waterproof casing where you won't be able to hear anything it'll just sound like muffled nonsense so uh, we're going to do to, uh, when I talk <laughs> we're going to do a, a quick chat post swim and yeah all will be well so uh, wish us luck everybody thanks so much if you have donated um, remember bit.ly forward slash the Bigson 2020 if you haven't donated already um, it's an amazing achievement to raise over 19 grand so far so thank you everybody thanks. thus far um, yeah big love here we go peace and love oh my god so we are done we have finished uh, that was probably one of the hardest slash longest swims I've ever done Kez whilst you're eating your replenishing pastrami sandwich open style <laughs> with a mouthful of food <laughs> how do you feel? Um, yeah it was 100% the hardest <laughs> thing I've ever done yeah like without a doubt the 10k yeah was 10 times easier than that was <laughs> love that and we did it in about the same sort of time yeah yeah, so we did it in just over... So it's now in 10 minutes, we'll say? Yeah, so pretty much exactly the same time. Yeah. And I think the... You know, as uh, as bold and as aspiring as that thing was to go, right, I'm going to do that on the way back. 
uh, I certainly had a massive cramp attack on the uh, on both my calves. <laughs> where <laughs> that was my body cramp attack. So that was um, that was my body kind of going. You know what? That's it's probably not wise. You should probably stop. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, and and in equal measure. Um, it's bold though. That's a bold move to you know. Yeah. Accept the defeat. Yeah, I think it was you know, playing it safe and also the coldest it's been in a while for sure a lot of the battle was with the temperature yeah and i think you know that the the main important thing more than anything else is that like well we did it that was the important thing yeah. um i'm convinced that i've you know a seal approached me and said hello <laughs> <laughs> this this ominous muscular slimy thing went past my arm i will not i will i will resist the innuendo <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes yeah, so that was cool and like you know it was I think you just sort of like get on with it a bit, if you know what I mean. And what was really interesting was that when we got to the end, we sort of looked back on ourselves. I don't know about you, but you kind of look back and went, actually, that was really, really far, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So. As we were walking back, we think, well, we've been walking for 10 minutes and we're not even halfway yet, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it was, you know, but like, it was an amazing achievement nonetheless, you know, like, even though... So this is really unprofessional of me stuffing my face. No, 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 it's replenishing the good uh, calories lost. <laughs> but there we are. So, yeah, man, so I think, like, now that you've done it, this is obviously, like, you were quite apprehensive prior to all of this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were quite apprehensive to more so than doing the 10K. <laughs> um how are you feeling now that you've done it? How do you feeling? Uh, I feel the apprehension was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah, um, was probably, probably just. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent necessary. However, um, is very rewarding when you sure. complete it. And I couldn't. I don't. Not that I couldn't have lived with myself if I didn't complete. It. <laughs> yeah, but I'm proud of myself. Yeah, man. For doing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I'd like to. I said halfway through, I was like, I need swimming lessons, <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely something I will, I will pursue once, yeah, the world starts returning more and more back to normal. Is yeah, swimming lessons to work on your technique to, mm. to make that sort of thing easier. Yeah, and I think the thing is, if we'd done that in the pool, that would have been a thousand times easier because you know you're not having to deal with the tide, the temperature, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and seaweed and stuff. There's yeah. Um, but we uh, we had some good support along the way. Uh, we had a little crowd, yeah. Uh, mum and dad, uh, my mum and dad came along, um, supporting obviously the Pilo Fund and stuff, and my little brother with his camera. So there was potentially some hilarious photos to come, <laughs> especially as we got out of the water. And as we got out of the water, we're like, woo, we did it, yeah. And then like, a wave just took us both out and we just landed on each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, looking forward to those photos. Just like, oh, they're coming out the... Oh, this isn't the heroic, like, Baywatch slow motion vibe. There's one point when I got slapped... A wave slapped me in the face and then washed me against the breakwater, bending my back the wrong way. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. Yeah, I was definitely... And the thing with the breakwater is the, you know, 40, 50 metres, like, um, intervals. And I was doing, like, breaststroke over one of them and just felt, like, across my stomach. I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, that's that's a real thing. Um, and yeah, obviously the part of the beginning of that was getting past the the little bit where you um, panicked a little bit. Obviously, a few weeks ago when we tried to do the, yeah, it was, the training, I, you know. I tell you what, it, it was much easier once we got to that bit. Yeah, I don't know if it was like an inner battle with my 
uh, with myself or something. But yeah, once we got, or if it was just that's where it was straight. Like, yeah, <laughs> a little bit easier too. Because once we hit that point, it's just a straight line. Because we just sort of go in and you know doing hand movements. It's not yeah. Good for radio. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, so we did initial curve and then it was straight. Yeah, and then it's just a straight line. So you sort of start uh, in a bay and you have to sort of follow the bay round before you hit the straight line. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. That was part of. Like, I remember having just started and we'd gone like barely 200 meters and I was just like oh, oh this is hard <laughs> and you're like yeah, yeah. wait till we get to the straight part and then it's plain sailing yeah and in a way it was but yeah I mean it's still hard I've... and you've got that kind of like that physical like a mental battle of that thing that freaked you out last time literally and figuratively behind yeah. you as well so so well done you man thanks man well done you you nailed it too <sighs> yeah you know don't, be, don't put me ahead of you this is a team effort Oh mate, it was uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a massive achievement and stuff. And again, it was something that I'm really proud that we've we've done. And ultimately, it's you know, it's the fundraising efforts that ensuring that money can get to the to the ground at, um, in Beirut and stuff and in Lebanon after the explosion that happened a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> again, we said it and we'll say it again. And I'm sure we're gonna. We'll be saying it later on in the episode, but yeah, thank you so much for those who have donated. Um, yeah, we, we couldn't have done it without of your uh, support in yeah. whatever support that came into, whether that's just a, a text just beforehand or or whatever it may have been, yeah. you know what I mean? So so thank you very much for that. Thanks. So, Thanks. Um, and by the magic of radio, back to the studio to Ben and Kess. Let's drink loads of beer. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it's really a real shame that we couldn't do that swim. Or, that was a great swim, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That that will cover us for both situations. (laughs) So, yeah. So, obviously, we don't know how this is going to go weather-wise. So, you know, based on (laughs) Kez's response will be applicable. It's like, it's Schrodinger's response, I feel, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What, they never get to find out? (laughs) Well, well, mixed with it went well and badly. So... (laughs) The cat is both alive and dead. There we go. <laughs> so that's really cool. So uh, more importantly, uh, we'll talk about the swim at the time and how that went and how things were and all that sort of thing yeah. but during the recording at the time. The one thing I wanted to sort of say first and foremost, for you, obviously, it's a little bit, I mean, you said this before in the podcast, it's a little bit harder for you to train because it's not like you can do, oh, I'm just going to go for a run. Great. You know, with the swim, you have to kind of figure it out around the tide times. You know, you have to, yeah. it's not just as easy just to get in the sea and do, you know, and... Yeah, even being able to access a swimming pool, if we had access to that, would be a hell of a lot more different than going into the sea, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, regardless though, is that based on the last bit of training that we did in the hilariously high seas, like <laughs> for long, Pirates of the Caribbean. Done it again. You, done it again. you hummed that to me earlier. I did. I am in. basically Captain Jack that's, Black now. Uh, uh, Captain Jack Black, sorry. <laughs> Captain Jack Black. Captain. What up? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think to have that full on, you know, you committed, like they could have looked at those ways and gone, nope, I'm okay. And we did that and you did really well. And up to this point, obviously when we initially said, let's do 10K rather than five, you went, okay. Yeah. For this, it's like, well, you know, yeah. but if I could possibly have sounded more apprehensive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> however, like you know, but I also know that you're not going to like let that stop you and you're still going to give it an amazingly good go. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be a case of you know, but like, so I'm proud of you, man. Is what I'm oh, thanks. Oh, 
regardless of outcome, which we'll find out tomorrow, which is everyone else's yesterday, <laughs> or prior in time, if you're listening after when it gets released. Or, or it's like, my condolences go out to Kez's family. <laughs> Positivity podcast, mate, come on. <laughs> no. So, um, Kez broke his arm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, ultimate thing more than anything else, mate, is the, the fundraising efforts, obviously. Yes. And if you still haven't donated or didn't know that you could donate or where to donate to, um, it's bit.ly forward slash the big swim 2020. That'll take you to the main link, which I think we announced at the time, which is a hilariously long link, wasn't it? It was like yeah, uh, forward slash equals uh, dot hyphen dash. Colon, colon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, essentially, we, um, we've got the latest update of the fundraising effort so far. Go with, are we going to do fanfare or drum roll? Bit of both. Drum roll into fanfare. Yeah. Right, okay. I've got my snare ready. <laughs> so the current donations are set at $19,318. What? Amazing. Nineteen thousand. Nineteen thousand three hundred and eighteen dollars. I've spoken to my aunt as well, who says it's actually above twenty thousand now. No way. And it sort of it obviously takes like a little while to update. It's not like kind of a live update as such. That's absolutely amazing. So that's incredible. Now, obviously, that's like as much as we'd like to say that was everybody that supports us in the podcast world. I mean, I'd like to think, you know, I. I'm proud of us for contributing in that way. In anyway. the way to the big part. But yeah, for yeah. everyone who has donated, that's absolutely amazing. And I think a lot of the credit goes out to your aunt as well, who's done a lot of the fundraising. Yeah. And the persistence and yeah, you know, yeah. being directly affected by this. Absolutely, yeah. And wanting to do something, you know, and give something back is just incredible. Yeah, so totally that. hats off to her. Absolutely, yeah. So so for those who have donated, I know um, quite a few of you have, just thanks so much. Um, from the bottom of my heart, personally, that's it's such an amazing thing, uh, and it's still raising awareness for something that sort of was this massive thing in the news and has now sort of drifted off a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I thought that just before we started. I watched the news this morning and I was like, oh, remember that news thing that no one is talking about anymore? And yeah, you, that's you, it's easy. It's so easy to forget about things. Yeah, and you know, especially that thing which is such a catastrophic event to happen yeah and now it's you know it's not being talked about anymore and everyone's forgotten about it yeah and it's whereas obviously not being forgotten about over in Lebanon no of course not and that's the thing is that like um, of course if that um, we we spoke about this previously if it had happened in London where we're making direct comparisons of what the explosion would have done if it had gone off in central London yeah that that, we'd still be talking about it now in a massive way so So yeah, so the fact that you guys have sort of come out and donated and tried to help us out in fundraising for that effort is just amazing. So thank you from the bottom of our little hearts. So. Oh, thanks. Thanks, everybody. I think yours is quite big, Ben. Oh, thanks, mate. As, as is yours. I don't know why I said little. Okay, so I think we both know what it's time for, don't we? It's time for good news. There it is. I, I think it's consistent, was, mate. That's I think good. that was out of key, yeah? No, no, I think it was I reckon good. that was uh, a G. Mm. I reckon I'd gone up one there. Uh, I don't know. I think you're... Basically, a bit of context there is that when Kez sings that jingle, he's pretty consistent in that he always finds the right note F-sharp. Soon, seemingly every time. So it's good. F-sharp is my favourite. I always have the... I'm pretty sure any song I play on the guitar, it's going to go a bit technical there, but any song yeah. I play on the guitar and I feel most comfortable singing, the key would be F sharp. There we go. So, yeah, that's so, good. Uh, so, consistent, mate. That just makes my life Thanks for a listening lot easier. to uh, Music Lessons. Music. With ben and Kiss. <laughs>
So, yeah, I think it just makes my life easier for when you go, make a jingle to that, Ben. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know where to go, which yeah. is good. Um, so, mate, why don't you cook us off with I'll... some good news? Okay. Uh, so, the first one I've got, the first thing that's close to my heart. Yeah. Poetry. Very good. Uh, poetry in the pan- pandemic. Uh, this project aims to engage young people in creative writing. Cool. Um, so young people in southeast London are being encouraged to write poetry to help them through the coronavirus crisis. Mm-hmm. As anyone who's put pen to paper uh, in sadness or strife will attest, creative writing can be immensely cathartic. It is uh, for this reason that young people in Lewisham, southeast London, are being encouraged to use the written word to explore the challenges thrown up by the coronavirus crisis. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something that I... 100% I mean I did exactly the same thing I started writing poetry as a way of dealing with uh, yeah. the isolation it's a creative outlet yeah yeah just yeah. like writing about how I felt or what my brain was doing not necessarily entirely as a result of coronavirus but just during coronavirus yeah about almost as a reaction was, to yeah. yeah yeah launching today the Lewisham Young Writers Programme challenges young people uh, in the borough to use creative writing to address issues uh, such as social isolation. Isolation. Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, a, sur- <laughs> a survey by mental health charity Young Minds found that more than 80% of young people with a history of mental illness found their conditions worsened during the coronavirus crisis. Lewisham Young Writers will deliver a 1,000 creative care packages, including writing and arts materials to young people living locally. Uh, the project will also uh, offer free online creative writing workshops led by Young People's Laureate, Teresa Lola, author Shana Jackson, and art- artist Olivia Twist. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, love. I love it. And, I mean, from my own experiences, I would really encourage anyone else to use creative writing, writing as a sort of outlet. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. And exactly that. Of Like, you know, you may not necessarily have written any kind of poetry or creative writing short stories or whatever in your past, probably since school or something. Yeah. But just to have that kind of... Even if you just do it for yourself, it doesn't have to be shown to anyone or published or anything like that. No. Just, just to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. What's your one? Uh, so the one I've got this week. Um, 103-year-old grandma gets her first tattoo and crosses it off her bucket list. Amazing. 103-year-old Dorothy Pollack's had getting a tattoo on her bucket list. After months of living in a nursing home in Muskegon, Michigan, she was uh, discharged and the first thing she did was to get under the needle and get her dream tattoo. She took it like a champ. I didn't even see her wince, Ray Reasoner Jr., who made her tattoo, told (laughs) CNN. Right after her tattoo, Dorothy crossed another wish off her list, a ride on a motorcycle. And it seems like this is just the beginning of Dorothy's adventures. It was just done on the um, sort of like inside of her elbow, I suppose you want to sort of... Like the like here? the top of your forearm, I suppose. Yeah, okay. And it's just of this little uh, frog, tiny little frog in colour as well. So like full, full blown. Ah, oh, that's a proper tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So well done, well done, her, and what an amazing time. Now, if now not when, one hundred and three. So I mean, good work. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's a really amazing stuff. So good. One hundred and three. One hundred and three. Yeah. And then jumped on a motorcycle. So I think she's like, woo! She's <laughs> living, living her best life. It's yeah, great. I mean, I feel like if I get to 103, I'll be living my life in a chair. You know, like... Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's, that's awesome, though. And not not a tattoo chair. Um, sure, right. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on, like, some really, like, big lazy boy being like, I was on a podcast once. <laughs> I, saw an, I saw an advert for, like, a super-sized beanbag, and I feel like that's where I want to be when I'm 103. <laughs> Unable to get up. Yeah, well, no, it was just, it looked so comfortable. It was, sure. just, it was like they had like the soft beans in them. Sure. And it's like you can jump onto it. Okay. Uh, but it's like, it's sort of 
sucks you in. You can wear a big, big, oh, nice. big snuggly duvet. I'm going cool. to buy one. We're moving to a new house soon. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the big I'm move. Gonna, I'm going to buy one for, nice. for the new house. So, yeah, so that's so 103, That's is that on your bucket list, is to be in a beanbag? Let's, uh, not not no, on no. my bucket list. I just think that's the kind of chair okay. that I'll be spending my life in. Nice. Um, so you're you've crossed over the hundred mark. What's your bucket list of things that you you want to do at that age? Well, the, I, what I want to do at that age, or that I want to have done by that age. Uh, let's go both. So I definitely want to do a parachute jump, but I feel like I, if I get to a hundred and I haven't done one, that would be the best time in your life to do a parachute jump. Oh God, yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, and maybe I don't know, see something. Yeah, sure. I'd like maybe the pyramids. Sure, I'd okay. quite like to see that. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah real, yeah. real generic stuff. <laughs> I mean, you are. You say generic, like the Grand Canyon is this like absolutely like mastery of nature, and uh, yeah, you know, so to have that on the go and then go a parachute jump, which is, I'd say is a jet, you're jumping out of a plane quite high to the floor and putting your entire like faith into a parachute. <laughs> when you well, break it down like that, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you put, well, it's sort of twofold, isn't it? Because you put your faith, you're putting your faith in a person. Yeah. In, a, in another person. You're a tandem person, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then also in the you know in the parachute itself. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So, I mean, yeah, 100% for me, yeah, parachute jump is up there. I yeah. haven't done a bungee jump in Canada. That was like the best feeling I've ever felt. Yeah. It's one thing, the way I sort of like attribute it to is that when you do a parachute jump, not that I've done one, but in my head, from footage you've seen, it's, you're almost so high that it's almost like unfathomable. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't see things that high yeah. regularly, and so you go like, "Oh, this is almost unbe- like almost unbelievable in the quite literal sense." Like, I can't literally believe that this is happening, and I don't have any sense of scale. Like, okay, there's some farm, there's some buildings, there's some whatever. Yeah, but you're so high, everything just looks the same. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then it's only until you're kind of actually falling that you go like, "What's going on?" You know, with a bungee jump, you're kind of off a bridge or a crane or something and yeah, there's, there's actual a context a, a to distance the to, to which you're you, you know you can actually like accustomed to yeah yeah and you it's almost that thing of like when you look over like a cliff or something when you've gone like on a nature walk or you know you're on a really high bridge or whatever and you just look over going imagine if i jumped like you know that kind of oh like in that bungee jump way yeah that's the one thing that I was really funny when I did that bungee jump. It was you're standing on the edge of this platform, this tiny, tiny little platform, and you're holding on for dear life, being like, "If I let go, I'm going to fall." Also, thinking to yourself, "I've paid to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> I've just paid the money to jump off this." Just to, to do exactly that. Um, but the and your body is just screaming at you to like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" And then when you do it, it's one of the best feelings ever. Yeah, but it's super adrenaline. It's super adrenaline. I was just, yeah. but then I also did it on my own. So for hours, I was just full of adrenaline. Didn't know what to do. Walking around, Canada. yeah, I was like, oh! and I got so excited. And then, but what? also the time difference wasn't quite right, so I wasn't co- able to call anybody. What to, what part of Canada were you in? In um, so in Vancouver. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Whistler, just north yeah. of Vancouver, and yeah, exactly that. So um, I just had this energy, but didn't have anyone to call because it was like three in the morning UK <laughs> time. I was just like. <laughs> it's very funny but yeah. uh but yeah so no so parachute jump is definitely up there i think yeah for 103 i still yeah like mixing a band at 103 that could be good fun yeah 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 oh that'd be a good one yeah yeah i mean the mix would be horrible i'd definitely be deaf by then but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pardon no oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no that's that'd be great that'd be cool so what's your next bit of good news mate my next one is oh it's time for a little oh conservation conversation <laughs> Very good, nice. And also, 
this is another thing that's close to my heart because okay. it's craft beer related. Oh, very good. Yeah, so it's double whammy. Double whammy. Um, those who have had their who have their finger on the pulse or their ear to the ground of yep. the sort of craft beer um, sort of news stream will know about this. Okay. Uh, those who don't, craft beer brewer Brewdog uh, yep. pioneers, almost I suppose. Yeah, yeah, everyone's uh, heard of them. I'm sure have yeah. gone uh, completely carbon negative with wind powered breweries. Wow, cool. Um, so beer company Brewdog has gone carbon negative by switching to wind power yep. for its breweries and bars with plans to plant a forest's worth of trees. Wow, that's cool. So uh, Brewdog became carbon negative as of last Saturday. Uh, the company claims its changes have made the world's first, or made it the world's first carbon negative international beer business. Right, nice. Carbon negativity, uh, by the way, is achieved when a business or individual removes more carbon from the atmosphere than they contribute. Yeah. As well as wind, uh, Brewdog's breweries are also powered by leftover grain from the brewing process that is then turned into gas. Yeah. Uh, the multinational craft beer brand uh, is in the process of switching to electric vehicles for its deliveries as well. Right. Cool. Nice. So um, good effort, like because there's such a behemoth in the in the craft beer world it's yeah. almost like they've in in my head personally like if i think of craft beer i think of just like these tiny little breweries yeah. in a warehouse in some industrial estate in wherever it doesn't yeah. matter where but with Breedog, they're, they're just this just this behemoth they're absolutely massive it's almost like they're too big to be craft beer do you know what it's, i mean like oh yeah they are they but do you know what i mean i often have this and um i don't want to turn a few heads and create sure. uh, be con- controversial but i often have this conversation with a good friend of ours. Yeah. And I say, well, it can be argued that they're not craft because they're not producing things at that craft level. Mm. However, they created, I, I, I think for me, it's without question, mm. that craft beer community in this country. As, yeah, we, yeah. as we see it today, yeah, yeah. they completely changed the game. Yeah, big time. Um, and I think because of that, they, they will always retain that craft yeah um sort of status if you like yeah yeah it's kind of like by default so they're like the leaders of the craft as such yeah because i mean craft um this is a point that always gets brought up to me when i make i raise this argument because me personally i don't consider them craft Mm. by definition Mm. however there are other aspects of craft beer which they definitely do fall into yeah yeah like there are other criteria um if you were to google the definition for Mm. instance that yeah they definitely do fall into it but they do produce such a vast amount of beer yeah, yeah. worldwide. They've got breweries in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, they've got a brewery in uh, Melbourne in Australia. There's one right. in Columbus in Ohio. Okay. Um, there's one in Berlin now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they're looking at building one in sort of Southeast Asia. Okay. Cool. Um, to serve that, you know, the sort of that um, area that demanded, yeah, like, yeah. you know, Southeast Asia, Thailand, Cambodia, yeah, yeah. and over in Japan as well, yeah. where there's a big demand for it. And so they are. Absolutely worldwide. That's cool. Um, but yeah, they still sort of retain that kind of craft attitude. I yeah, that's nice. a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But then also, but they've been able to gain, the, I suppose, the capital to make it more of a massive thing. That's cool. Yeah, and and also what I think is great as well is they they only started off with a hundred grand loan from the bank. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. But, and then to go, they've made yeah, that back. <laughs> oh, and some. Yeah. Um, but then to go from that to international company to then go carbon negative yeah is epic good work and, on there, man. yeah really really, really cool. good really good work, regardless good of what you think about them or the beer or whatever i, I dig what they do yeah. you know what i mean i think it's sort of even from my point of view someone who's not necessarily a crafty person i think you're pretty crafty man yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> you know it's to have those almost like the introduction to the world you could go really deep can't you you know like yeah 
Here's this like one little brewery that brews like one beer and they're based in Lincoln or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like there's that kind of vibe. But where, whereas for them is they're, they're all over the place. They're in Tesco's. They're yeah, all, yeah. You know what I mean? Like all they're in big supermarkets. Well, just in that little tiny Sainsbury's around the corner that we went to. They're right. in there, you know. You know, so they're everywhere. And it's sort of that good like introduction to kind of going like, well, if you go to any old pub, you might sort of see like, you know, Foster's or, you know, random lagers or doom bar or whatever you know yeah, like yeah. just stuff that you see everywhere yeah so that's just quite a good introduction to go oh to yeah. san miguel yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that and you kind of go oh actually this is a like a raspberry beer what you yeah. know what i mean and that kind of starts the what's a sour and you know obviously the the path of discovery starts there yeah and sort of goes off into that niche from there mm-hmm. so it's cool well, yeah yeah nice. well done there man that's yeah. really cool really wicked so next bit of good news for me Go on then. So uh, we go to Brazil. We go to Brazil. Brazil. Uh, one stray dog kept visiting a Hyundai dealership in Brazil. Yeah. So the manager has adopted him and given him a job and a badge. <laughs> amazing stuff. Absolutely amazing. Um, earlier this year, the staff at the Hyundai Prime dealership in Brazil started to see a stray dog coming every day. They thought he would eventually move on, but the dog seemed to particularly like this particular dealership and kept coming back. One rainy day in May, the showroom manager, Emerson Mariano, decided to take the stray in. Mariano gave the dog a bath, food, water, and a place to stay. Mariano quickly became attached, so he adopted the pup and named him Tucson Prime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I've got a Tucson, so that's really cool. Yeah. He even gave Tucson a job as a sales consultant. <laughs> I didn't realise that. And as his ID card to boot. Um, the dealership's news member proved to be very friendly, and his positive impact on both the store, employees, and customers was immediately evident. According to Mariano, uh, many customers were returning to the dealership after they bought the car just to pet Tucson and give him treats. That's so that's really heartwarming, awesome news. And like we're just writing through the pictures here. Like there's one that I just showed you there. That's him with. And it's brilliant. It's the cutest picture of it's a the dog cute, ever. It's the cutest yeah. picture. We'll put it on our socials and we'll forward this on. But it's uh, yeah, the dog with like the headset thing on, being like, you know. Rillo. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he doesn't uh spend uh you know too much time out on the lash. Sure. Because yeah. then he will have to phone up the next morning with a hangover and saying he feels a bit rough. Oh no. I was like, where's this going? Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And uh <laughs> uh and yeah, there's pictures of him in the garage and like him with the badge on, like greeting people, looking like stern and ready, and like oh just an amazing, lovely piece of wholesome good news. Yeah, I love that. That's really nice. Which is really cool. I've got one more little bit for us. Oh, oh Ben's got a little bonus piece. A bonus piece. So we are going to Africa now. Africa declared free of wild polio after decades of work. Oh, wow. Which is an amazing achievement. Yeah. Um, comes to Nigeria vaccination drive, which last cases of wild vi- uh, virus recorded four years ago. It's been declared free from wild polio after decades of work by a coalition of international health bodies, national and local governments community volunteers and survivors four years after the last recorded cases of wild polio in northern nigeria the africa regional certification commission or the arcc on tuesday certified that the continent is now free of the virus which can cause um irreversible paralysis and in some cases death the achievement is the result of the campaign to vaccinate and monitor children borno state the final port uh sorry the final front of polio eradication efforts on the continent and the heart of the jihadist insurgency in uh nigeria so what an amazing you know piece of good news that like in in amongst this corona sort of filled virus filled world that we kind of currently live in yeah um that that's going on which is an amazing piece of good news there yeah i love that that's That's really cool really wicked good work nice So, 
Uh, this hasn't happened for a while with the podcast. I'm going to do a new jingle. Oh, a new jingle. Let's go to Poetry Corner. That's almost as close as good news. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need some sort of like, let's instead, let's instead. I'll sort of let there be some jazzy kind of smooth, like really like slow jazz, yeah. like co- coffee table jazz. Yeah. And it just needs this. Just like really deep kind of like yeah. radio, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, uh, it's the poetry time hour segment. <laughs> time hour <laughs> segment. Time hour segment minutes. Time hour segment minute days months. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Poetry Corner. That's the one. That's the one. There it is. So yeah, we haven't done this in a while. Um, we now got the jingle for Poetry Corner. There it is. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's now got its own segment name. <laughs> um, and yeah, so you know, it's nice to see. Obviously, you're um, back on it on the socials and stuff. Yeah. Um, Kes writes poems on Instagram, by the way. That's me, at Kes writes poems, yeah, because at- I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's functional as well as literal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about literal. There we go. So, yeah, so has, has this poem got a name? It's, it's called Life. Life, Life. excellent. It's you know. called Life. I like to keep it simple. <laughs> simple or bizarre. Cool. <laughs> now, this is a poem called Life by Kes. Here we go. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm really bloody bored with this stark mundanity. It cannot be ignored, coupled with the insanity of the things I can't afford upon this boat called life. I have to check if I'm on board because I'm really bloody bored. I want to feel some purpose and I want to feel fulfilled. I have to stop crying over all the milk that I have spilled. I need to find the construction block so I can start to rebuild all the mistakes in life that I have made that my brain has distilled. I want to feel some purpose and I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel some confidence, I want to feel some pride I have to do it for myself, not let someone else decide And not keep harping on while committing brain cell genocide The lights behind my eyes have gone and some would say they're fried I want to feel some confidence and I want to feel some pride If life could be a certain font, it would be Times New Roman It's plain, it's boring, it's unassuming, it's definitely not a showman The same could be said about me, I think that that's an omen As grey and forgettable as a rock that you'd put a gnome on If life could be a certain font, it would be Times New Roman. Now this isn't a cry for sympathy, this isn't a cry for aid. It's just a story of a day when my brain completely strayed. It deviated from the path and made me feel dismayed. But worry not, my dearest friends, I am not at all afraid. This isn't a cry for sympathy and this isn't a cry for aid. There's one thing that I learnt while writing this composition. That life is not against us and it's not a competition. Some would say a journey, the ultimate expedition. So one day, if you feel hints of indisposition, remember that it is your life and it's your own rendition. Nice, man. That's cool. Like I remember seeing it on, on social and being like, I yeah. need to ask guys to put this on. This is wicked. Yeah, there you go. Nice. That's the first one I've written for a long time, actually. Yeah, I yeah. reckon about a month. I sort of, that is a long time for you, actually. Yeah, yeah. normally churn them out. But. No, no. That's good, and uh, not the last. No, to, absolutely not. Of Poetry Corner of the podcast. No, it's, yeah. it's the first of the official Poetry Corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have had poetry. Yeah, but this is the first bit of Poetry Corner. There we go. So, um, so yeah, nice one, Kez. That's That was wicked. Thank you. No worries, no worries. <laughs> 
So thanks again, everybody, for supporting us and sponsoring us for the for the swim. Yeah, that I, hopefully uh, happened. <laughs> find out in twenty four hours. <laughs> no, I'm. Yeah, I think regardless, I think we should just go for it anyway. And then if we get yeah. ill, we get ill. No, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think maybe, as you said on your map, there is a section of the beach that doesn't have get, the warning. It yeah, doesn't get sewaged yeah um so um yeah worst comes to worst we'll do the same same length, distance somewhere else somewhere else yeah yeah, yeah that's it's safe and wise yeah. yeah so um it will be happening i think regardless so um but yeah again if you um if you haven't supported us didn't realize you could support us you haven't been listening for a while and didn't realize we were doing this thing um you can support us uh go to bit.ly forward slash the big swim 2020 and that will lead you to the donation page um, don't know what you can if you can any support you can will be amazing thank you It'll be really really wicked and of course if you want to find out any ridiculously wet pictures of us as we're in <laughs> absolutely exhausted from this huge swim um, you can find us on our socials uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at 2 Podcast and facebook.com forward slash 2 pod. you can also get in touch with us via our email address which is hello at 2 podcastcom and you can visit our website which is www www.2ppodcast.com I always feel like you're going to go P.O. Box (laughs) (laughs) live and kicking back in the day (laughs) P.O. Box 1 no (laughs) please don't send an email to that that's not our address no no P.O. Box 1 I don't think there is a P.O. Box 1 the Queen the Queen there you go send a message about podcast to the Queen who's who's this Ben and Kez guy (laughs) (laughs) Philip (laughs) love it so uh, peace and love everybody peace and love we've been two peas in the pod Uh, he's been Kez and he's been Ben Oh, a standard one. There nice. you go, standard. I will see you very soon. Bye, 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 bye. bye.